found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Here it is. We've made it to Friday, Matt. It seems like it's been such a long, long week. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's flown by. And we finally have made it. Aye, aye, aye. You know, Friday. Hmm. I, Here we uh, are. Yeah. And I'm rip and ready to go. I I didn't want to get up today. I just didn't want to get up. Yeah. Some days you just have that. You just I've been doing this really fun thing lately where I wake okay. up at like three, three thirty. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right, and just start, you know. Do you stay up? No. See, now when I do that, I just think, well, what the heck? <laughs> but then I'll get weary. Yeah. And then yeah. fall asleep. Right. It didn't pan out. No. So, you know, that's the wonders of the job we do. <laughs> now, this is um, during a drug bust. Hundreds of animals were rescued. This happened in Mogadorn, Ohio. Right. Mogador. Police had a search warrant at a home on where they found two firearms, ammo, and items commonly used in the distribution of controlled substances, including a digital scale, THC wax, and hashish oil. They also found and removed five dogs, one cat, one rabbit, four ferrets, five snakes, three tarantulas, a scorpion, two alligators, three turtles, one snapping turtle, 300 fish, six ducks, and two geese. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The investigation's ongoing, and criminal charges will be presented for future criminal indictments. Was there a petting zoo? (laughs) (laughs) Now, what's the difference between... A turtle and a snapping turtle. To me, a turtle's a turtle. That should just be four turtles. Aren't period. snapping turtles bigger? Are they? Like, are they bigger? <laughs> and they're much more like dangerous. <laughs> they'll, they'll take your finger off. You always hear that. Oh, you always hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. Oh, well, he'll eat it like a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they still their heads still work even after they're chopped off. Turtles? And they, don't they? That's cockroach. <laughs> Cockroaches use that. Chickens' heads will bop around. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I think a box turtle's smaller. I think a snapping turtle's okay. bigger. All right. All right. <laughs> I think. A snapping turtle, to me, is what you catch out of the river. A box turtle's on land. Well, they both go They're in water. built differently. Yeah. A box turtle's shell is different. To me, a snapping turtle is what you catch out of the Wabash River. And you just throw your line back and hope it falls off. <laughs> hope it falls off. Because you don't want to mess with it. Because it'll take your finger off. That's right. It'll bite it clean off. <laughs> you always heard that. Yeah. So, it's a lot of, you know, this is a, a day full of interesting tidbits. A naked fella hmm. spotted by drivers disrupting traffic and climbing a tractor trailer along an interstate in Sarasota County, Florida. (laughs) What the heck? Deputies said they responded to a call about a guy not wearing clothes (laughs) running in and out of the southbound lanes. When deputies arrived, 
He was taken into protective custody and transported for a mental evaluation. You imagine that on the highway. And you're just too little on going to work. <laughs> and, and if you see it, do you ask the other person in the car with you? Did you see, <laughs> Did you see what? Oh, I think I thought I saw. <laughs> and here's a suspect that lost his britches while he was being chased by Florida police, but kept the manhunt up hours longer, completely in the nude. Wow. Police responded to a residence where a 50-year-old by the name of Jesse Lamb of Gainesville was refusing to leave. Police were on their way. They learned that the man had an active warrant Hmm. for failing to appear. When police arrived, they spotted him sprinting from the back of the residence towards the Swanee River. Okay? (laughs) In nothing but a pair of shorts. Hmm. Deputies chased him until he jumped in the river and began swimming towards a floating dock, which he then hid under. Officers demanded that he come out from below the deck, but he he swam away. <laughs> we can see you. <laughs> They're like threatening you like a parent. Now you get out of there. <laughs> or so help me. <laughs> so um, <sighs> while he was swimming away, he lost his shorts. So now he's skinny dipping as he heads towards another dock. <laughs> I didn't realize these rivers down there were the... Sewanee River. <laughs> okay. For the next couple of hours, police played hide-and-seek with the man. Oh, jeez. As his head would suddenly appear from below the duck, only to disappear again. <laughs> it is like a bear chasing a kid, right? <laughs> I swear when I get... <laughs> it really is. Wow. Police said a neighbor stuck an underwater camera below the dock, confirming that he was still under there. (laughs) I see him. (laughs) Wow. The man eventually made a break and made a beeline for the other side of the river, but was captured in his birthday suit by a deputy with the assistance of the dock owner in the dock's owner's boat. (laughs) Gosh. What an experience. What a day. It's like you, you work for law enforcement down there. You wake up and you're like, yeah, it's going to be a normal normal Tuesday, right? Next thing you know, you're chasing a naked guy in a river. It's like. And all this over just an outstanding warrant. Right. He almost made it. Yeah. You know. I just imagine we can see you get out. <laughs> I'm telling you, mister. <laughs> It's just about 6.30. We'll, uh, we'll take a break. We'll check news with Karen and a look at our weather. If it comes through, they're saying maybe an inch or two of rain today. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. And if that's the case, that would certainly be helpful when wow. it comes to the dry aspects of things. So we'll, sure. we'll check that more coming up. This is Tidbits. If I'm not mistaken, it's going to be kind of a, a week at the fair for broadcast. So, like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you'll be there. Yes. On my station. Yes. Okay. And I'll be there Tuesday or and Thursday on on my your station. station. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's 
where... I'll have to remember what station I'm on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the radio. Now, remember, it's L102. <laughs> okay. something, something very modern. Or maybe I'll bring up one of my past employers. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's weird, and you can do fine, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like something happens to you in your broadcast. And you go back to a different time, and like you call out decade. the wrong county. Yeah. You know? I'm here at the Miami County Fair. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I had to really watch my, at the Howard Cat Nope, at the, <laughs> I don't know what it was. Yeah. It just. Comes back to you. Yeah. Even like, so everything we, we run is out of computer, right? Yeah, like, yeah. we make a MP3 or wave file, and that's how we play audio here. And uh, occasionally, I will go record something and use an old file name from like decades, like like years ago. Where did this come from? I don't know. It's weird, man. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me because it's, it's it's really bizarre. Now, of course, you know, what was it? A month or so ago, a little over a month, we first learned of monkey pox being around. Yes. Well, they're on the rise. The latest update by the CDC brings the total cases to 605 now here in the States. Wow. Only a couple of months since the first U.S. case was detected. The U.S. confirmed its first case of monkey pox in a traveler returning to Massachusetts from Canada on May 17th says California's been hit the hardest with 48 cases confirmed by, followed by New York with 23 and Illinois at 19. It says anyone can get it. So if you've uh, been in contact or had sexual contact with someone with symptoms, you could probably get it. Traditionally, people with monkeypox have developed a fever, swollen lymph nodes, <laughs> headaches, Muscle aches. <laughs> Dale's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yep, okay. Followed by a rash that starts on your face or mouth. You're not getting rashy, are you? No, I don't okay. think so. Right. In some recent cases, patients first experienced a rash in the mouth or around the genitalia. And, uh, at times, it's like the flu. But uh, other people didn't have some symptoms at all. Wow. Most people recover from monkeypox within weeks, but it's fatal for up to one in ten people. So how do you get it? Is it... Well, I guess... Now, I know that, but I mean, like, is it... (laughs) Is it airborne? Is it, you know, like, is it... I don't know. It's got to be something like that. If you had it and you and I are sitting, you know, six feet away, am I going to get it? Is it like when you're worried about, you know, COVID? Right. Yeah. I don't know. So it just says, been in contact. Been in contact. So I suppose that'd be in the same same area. I don't know. I don't want it. Right. Have you seen them blisters that develop? It's just it's terrible. It's you know, yeah. And you probably want to sit there on in your bed and pick them. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I hope, you, hope you're enjoying today's tidbits. Now, this is something that I don't think people think of because we all carry phones now and all the, you know. Sure. Here's an eight-year-old girl riding a roller coaster at Six Flags in Valencia, California. 
hit in the middle of her eyes by an object, which turned out to be a cell phone. Wow. Her mom says the girl's face was bleeding badly, and when she tried to tell a ride attendant, they ignored her. <laughs> Shut up, kid. <laughs> what is... <laughs> It wasn't It wasn't until another passenger told them they saw a phone fly out of another rider's hands that they realized that's what had hit her. A guy came up to them after the incident looking for his phone, (laughs) reportedly telling them to stop freaking out. And it wasn't a big deal. Chill out, it's not a big deal. Let's all take a breath, man. <laughs> but quickly left after seeing the girl's injury. Okay, so, you know, he's all... <laughs> we could all get along. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, crap, I need to leave. Now, you would think they would have rules about cell phones and stuff on a roller coaster. They really don't. The only thing that you ever hear is keep your arms and legs in. Yeah, you know. yeah that makes sense. They tell you... Sometimes on some certain rides, you know, if if it's fast and whatever, they'll tell you, you know, like, take your sunglasses off, take your hat off, you know. Yeah. It says six flags. But once, once it gets going, okay. they can't monitor no, if you whip your no, phone out yeah. and try to record. You know? What are they going to do? We're going to stop that ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> six Flags said the park's policy strictly prohibits all loose articles on rides. And that guests must follow all written and verbal instructions for safe riding. I bet you eight of ten riders in that coaster every time it goes out have cell phones. You know, it's just, uh, you know. I don't know. You know, know. Now, you know, if you're used to be, if you get stuff in your pockets and you go up, you're going to lose it all. Right. You know, I, right. I don't like rides anyway, son. <laughs> By the way, the girl ended up with ten stitches. And it doesn't look like her family's getting any help at all from the, uh, the amusement park. They handed the cell phone over to Six Flags, so they'll find Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tried to file a report with the local police. However, he was shocked to find out to uh, no crime was committed, so no action would be taken. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's just always something. And then yet another reason to stay out of Florida. <laughs> Less than a month after a giant African land snail <laughs> was first detected in Pasco County, they say now 1,000 of the snails have been collected. And this is uh, basically the size of the palm of your hand. And, of course, they're all grubby and slimy. <laughs> okay. They got the two antennae. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's, uh, she explained, the uh, lady from the Florida Agriculture Commission, that snails pose a clear threat to our agricultural and natural areas as they're known to consume at least 500 different types of plants. Wow. They're not picky. <laughs> okay. They can also eat the paint and stucco off a home as a calcium source for shell hardening. Seriously. They can eat your house. Wow. So you just hear this around your house. <laughs> uh. 
the giant African land snail <laughs> can also bring serious health risks to humans as they can carry a parasite called rat lungworm. Oh, boy. Which can cause meningitis. For heaven's sakes, how did it get here? <laughs> rat lungworm. <laughs> that sounds... That's ugly. Uh, What's the matter? What's the matter, Maddie? All right. Got a rat lungworm. I got the rat lungworm. <laughs> what do they have to name stuff like that? Agriculture uh, officials have been coming by the area on a regular basis. They've been doing inspections and retreating where it's necessary. The state also has deployed snail-sniffing dogs that are specifically trained to help identify the species. <laughs> Ralphie, <laughs> is that an African snail? <laughs> That's funny. I think these things are good eating. Like, can you can you catch them, fry them up? Escargot? They, yeah, I mean... Well, they have that parasite. You'll end up with rat. Well, you, you, you cook that. Rat lungworm. Yeah, you cook that out of it, dude. <laughs> you get a hot knob, it'll, it'll cook out. It's fine. That's when you deep fry them. Cut them up, deep fry them. That's good eating. Why do we eat such gross stuff? I don't know, man. We came home from from watching fireworks the other night. Yeah. There was a slug on the sidewalk. You know. Just like... <laughs> moving along and you follow their trail and you gotta tell everyone don't step on them because that'd be disgusting <laughs> oh Matt <laughs> but like it never occurred you know it, someone at some point was like wonder what that tastes like and they <laughs> back in the old days <sighs> you know I'm thinking uh, around the frontier Jebediah Jebediah <laughs> dares <laughs> Uh, let's see. Actor James Kahn passed away. I saw that. He was 82. It, um, no cause of death was provided, but you'll remember him. He was in, of course, The Godfather years ago. And yep. If you like the movie Elf, <laughs> yep. he's uh, the elf's dad. Buddy's dad. Yeah. But he was in a lot of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So, James Kahn. Will Ferrell, of course. Um, met him as his uh, father for the first time. And then when he saw the mall Santa, remember how he reacted? <laughs> I know him. Yeah. So, uh, some funny movies out there. For sure. You guys traditionally now will be watching Forrest Gump on the 4th of July holiday. That's our thing now. <laughs> I got shot in the buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one too. Mm. Now, finally, researchers with Pet Plan have found that pet owners worldwide are significantly happier than their pet-free neighbors. In fact, pet ownership increases overall happiness by more than 22% globally. So back in that house that was busted with all those critters. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> he was happy as could be. How <laughs> do you have that much stuff in there? I don't know. It just, um, but anyway, if you have a pet, they say that it makes you better. Specific researchers looked at photos from dog, cat, and rabbit owners. Rabbit? Are rabbit owners going up? Are they? Well, those two are waiting on the Chewy box to arrive that's got apples. Hmm. 
Them rabbits in the living room. They're waiting on that uh, chewy box. I feel like people that have had rabbits, because rabbits, they, they, they need to chew on yeah. stuff. They need to, like, they will, like, <laughs> furniture and the legs of tables. Yeah. And I don't know that they're trainable to go to the... Are they? Are they? Uh, I don't you know. You know, to use the bathroom where you want them to? I just don't know. Of course, supposedly you can train a cat to go in the, in the toilet, the actual... I've seen that. Right. It's quite uh, cost-saving if you can do that. <laughs> Man, if you can... Gosh. If you could honestly teach a cat <laughs> to do its business, you yeah. know, one and two in the toilet, man, you are... Less, uh, you know, worry of litter box smell. I mean, yeah. all of it. Let alone if he could learn to flush it. Right. I'm just, I'm just thinking <laughs> if you could make it somehow that, you know. <laughs> well, then you'd be on the road all the time because you'd have the world's most intelligent cat. <laughs> <laughs> now he'll tightrope. <laughs> so there you go. Some tidbits on this Friday. Weekend plans? Got anything going? Um... I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even sure it's the weekend yet, is it? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. Right. But it is here. So. All right. Anyway, have a good one. All right, buddy. See you next week. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.